Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of Reforge Gaming News talking about the PvP arena that was discovered in Elden Ring. When will this DLC be hitting and why are people already forming theories about this is the location that will be used for this sort of thing? If you like this type of coverage, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these. It is a live stream, but I try to give you all the goods right here at the beginning of the stream. This is a Reforge update. The Elden Ring PvP arena seems to have been discovered by some players, and there's even some game audio that hints at the fact that this is likely where people will be throwing down. If you like these quick Reforge updates, be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss my uploads. So PC Gamer had the following to say. There's a large structure in the northeast of the game's starting area, Limgrave, that seems completely inaccessible. If you've seen it, you may have spent about a half an hour unsuccessfully trying to get inside. Now, there are details about this that are really putting some meat on the bones, I think, for people theorizing that This will likely be the PvP arena or the DLC where people end up having their their duels and their fights. The building in question is huge and Colosseum-like with a ghostly fellow moping around the front saying, all I wanted was to fight. He also says, if you try to interact with him, to fight as a warrior at last. So why, why, oh guidance of grace, will the door not open? So maybe this is meant to be a little bit of an Easter egg, a hint that yes, the door will open eventually. This is where, you know, folks are going to be fighting. And we'll talk about in just a moment the pattern with From Software Games and why this is leading many people to form these theories. So it's a coliseum, this is what, this is the theory, that it's a coliseum for a forthcoming PvP oriented DLC. There is a famed Soulsborne data miner, Lance McDonald, that basically got us footage inside the building as it is in the current build of Elden Ring. It is clearly unfinished. However, there's pretty much a confirmed sort of build of the way that it looks that this will be a fighting area. The aforementioned NPC's dialogue also strengthens the theory. Like basically this guy saying, I wish we could get in. This is a place that we're going to fight. Now the real thing I think that, that bolsters this is what's the pattern with From Software Games. It would not be unprecedented for this to be a post-launch PvP arena. All three Dark Souls games got purpose-built areas for online scraps in the months after launch. The real question is, in light of what we just recently covered, what about the cheating? We asked people yesterday as we covered cheating, we also kind of touched on the UI and the UX criticism. We didn't really film an update for that, but we discussed it on the live stream on Reforge Gaming. We were also in the midst of that, though, talking about cheating, and people are running in to folks who have unlimited FP, people that are swapping animations, they're able to use like a halberd, but they're swinging it as fast as like a rapier sword. This is definitely going to be a cause for concern for those who really want to dive into PvP, especially if there is a DLC-focused arena where folks can go and face off. It does seem like most of the people cheating, at least from the the... the, the testimonies that I received, they're going into co-op and like helping with the boss and basically cheating you know, to to beat the boss very very quickly, which is going to really sully the experience of any of the people that get stuck with a player like that. I had people responding and saying, why would you need to ban people in a single player game? Well, this isn't really just a strictly 
single player game you can be invaded if you'd like you can have a duel you can invite people to come help you and summon a co-op player and that's a huge bummer to have that happen in your game now in light of my theory about i think this game's ongoing content structure will be different than previous from software games given how much work they put into this game and especially in light of the game's success it has been massively commercially successful in in light of other from software games as well as just in light of game sales in general so the question remains will this dlc in this arena come baked in to a larger dlc or just be something completely on its own as always if you want to catch me over on gaming where we do the live streams be sure to do that hit subscribe and the bell button here and i'll see you in the next video and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening not sure if this is something that interests you because i know a lot of people avoid pvp i i for one am somebody that doesn't really do that in these games i don't really dive into the pvp elements of a game like elden ring i actually am curious what you i'm gonna do a poll right now let's do it oh they did a little background for the poll uh elden ring pvp do you partake or would you if you played uh the game yes or no do you partake or would you if you played the game like if you played elden ring would you do the pvp um is that is that something that would interest you because generally speaking when i think of a game like this i'm like that's an rpg you know i might play with my buds i might do something like that i might you know team up but i don't i don't generally see myself as being somebody who would uh enjoy uh you know facing off with other people now there are people that are saying like oh the pvp is so fun in these games It really is enjoyable. I even had people saying that they were surprised at how much they were enjoying PvP in uh, in Lost Ark, which I found to be a little bit subscribing. Need a PlayStation membership for online play? Yeah, yeah. There are people that 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 don't really do that. They buy these single player games and they just they don't find themselves wanting uh, wanting to to pay the extra, right? To do the online stuff. That that's just not something that they uh, that they enjoy. Uh, for me, for me, it's not that I don't I don't care about that aspect of it. Yo, good morning, D Tom. I don't care about that aspect of like, oh, you need to pay a little extra, you know, Xbox Live or PlayStation or whatever. PvP died with me around Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. You know, it's funny. I have a similar feeling. I played so much Call of Duty, World at War, and Modern Warfare Two, being and Ghosts, and Modern Warfare 3. That was probably when I played the most, like that stretch. What's good feed? I see you in the chat. And I just think I burned myself out on it. I'm just like, I just don't really care about PvP now, right? Love the PvP. Winning a 3v1 is the best feeling. So, how often is that happening? Is that a common thing where you just you get invaded by a group of three? It's only $60 a year. Yeah, but I mean, some people just don't want to pay the extra. They, they just want to buy their games and be left alone. Only time I PvP is when I play with my friends and we get invaded. I don't look at Elden Ring or Souls games as single player. They aren't really single player or meant to be. See, that? I, I yeah, for me, I take it differently. I just don't, I don't know. It's very common to get invaded by three. Usually in PvP and Souls games, but uh, usually uh, into PvP and Souls games, but the invasions are so hard now as you usually get put 1v3. 
he means they had three people there and he went in solo and won I mean yeah, but Sammy is saying it's very common 1v3 I saw a hilarious video of the PvP meta in Elden Ring and it was just two guys with heavy armor and barricade shields poking each other with spears and neither of them winning at all it was an endless fight <laughs> It is usually the invader who has to win. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. So the invader has to win a 1v3. You can only invade worlds that have co-op. And so, okay, so the most people it can be in an instance is four. And so is that, you think that's commonly why you're finding, you're finding three people and then you invade and then you have to kill them all. Okay. I think I understand. I mean, that makes sense. Is that how they limit the instance? Is there only four people, like, per quote-unquote online instance? And that's probably why you're always the fourth. You know? You're always the fourth man. <laughs> you know? I'll step down on some toes. Invading uh, is easy when you are going up against people with PvE builds. I mean, that's not surprising. I would probably get shredded, you know? I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not built for PvP. I wouldn't even know what to do. I mean, I, I'd have a general idea of things to try. I swear if you ever come across my host of fingers, I'll set up, uh, I'll, I'll be set up with a fight pit mentality. My co-op summons, uh, fight their own fights. I'd sit and watch. Adam says this Frickmas blend is unreal. The handwritten note and a bonus, uh, a bonus bag game changer much appreciated oh did we give you an extra bag <laughs> uh the the handwritten note is just something that we like to do with the kiddos I was gonna fix my grammar I mean I caught what you said all you have to do is kill the host to me the challenge is the bosses in the world not pvp yeah that's kind of where I land on it every time I have invaded it's been 1v3 which is chaos, and they don't have the PvP mindset, and they just team up. What's the incentive for PvP? Do you get good chunk of runes or cool items? You get currency that's, like, really helpful in the game, right? You get, like, rune arcs. What else do you get from from successful PvP? It's always going to be like that. There's no solo PvP in this game unless a host uses a special item to allow it. Only co-op can be invaded. Yeah, you're almost always going to be invading co-op games because unless somebody specifically invites a duel, yeah. Um, the note said I got an extra since I got the last two. Oh, my wife must have done that, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my wife must have done that. That's that's cool that she did that. I didn't know that she did that. Yeah, we were we were down to the last couple, and so I, you know, she be give she. I can't talk. Given that you bought the last of them, uh, she decided to bless you with an extra one. I'm very hyped for the arenas as I'm not loving the invasion meta this time around. Right. I wonder if the PvP crowd is very much looking forward to this just because maybe, as people are pointing out this morning, you're almost always invading a 3v1. Um, You get the runes they had in a rune arc if you win. Oh, so you get the runes that they had, and then you get a rune arc if you win. Okay, okay. Rune arcs and runes are the only drops from PvP. Madness is pretty strong. Yeah, I got something yesterday on the jellyfish shield. I don't know what it's called. The 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 Ash of War. Uh something contagious. It like it drenches me in the shield in like this red light, and I guess my sword does like twenty percent more damage or something. It seems really crazy. 
Um, Boss 83 and Patch 84. Real long name. What? Why would uh, you hold any runes and flag for PvP? Yeah, for real. I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you would. Quiet Shy Girl says, smash a like button. Yeah, guys. Make sure and smash that like button. Contagious Fury. That's it. Yeah, I got Contagious Fury. I liked it. I th- I think it's kind of nice. Because I pair it with the, uh, the, blood, the Bloodhound Fang. And so if I put away my normal shield, which is the turtle shield, and my sword that I started the game with, I like having that for, like, the small in-between areas because the trash adds... The, you know, the, the meat and potatoes enemies can be pretty annoying if you're swinging something slow. But the bosses, oh my gosh, the Bloodhound Fang is just silly strong against bosses. I really, I mean, I whooped on Renala yesterday. I beat her my second try, and I just absolutely spanked her. Uh, you need runes. Strong like 50 level. I'm still not sure what you're trying to say. I think if you pop a rune arc, you should be allowed to be invaded if the boss condition is still there. That way, the 1v1 aspect from the other Souls games, Humanity, Effigy, and Embers being spent. Right, you could maintain the 1v1 feel without this need of like, I'm gonna go invade people, and then you're just, you're always facing a 3v1. If you're just tuning in, the Elden Ring DLC PvP I guess you could call it an arena, was discovered. There's game audio that hints at the fact that that's what this area will be used for, uh, but currently the door is locked. So we are discussing and asking the audience, is PvP something that you do in Elden Ring? If this was a game that you played, would you would you dive in to PvP? I just finished catching up on yesterday's Reforge Radio, top-notch conversation, loving the show so far. Thank you, everybody who's been supporting that show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Astro Candy renewing their membership seven months. Welcome back. Appreciate that very, very much. Where do you get the Bloodhound Fang? You get it? Yeah, where do you get it? Yeah, I don't I don't remember where I got it. It's somewhere in Limgrave, isn't it? Currently, we don't have the right. That's right. I don't know if you talked about it, but there's a summon sign for competitive multiplayer. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you can do that. But th- what people are saying is, is they're saying nine times out of ten when they invade, they're just invading somebody who's co-oping it up, and so now you're in a you're in a three v one. All I'm saying is, make sure you carry preserving uh, boluses. Uh, did you mean to put bonuses? Uh, because someone puts scarlet rot on you. Twelve months from Chronic Spin Dash, a whole year. Really enjoyed the talk on Reforge Radio yesterday. I missed Split Screen. The logo was really dope. Cheers to the future. Well, thank you very much. I know. Yeah, Split Screen was cool. It really was. Split Screen was certainly cool, but Split Screen just wasn't gonna, gonna be something I could do long term. And I've been thoroughly enjoying Reforge Radio. Today, this afternoon, we'll be talking about uh, some commentary from a congressman in California about social media platforms need to hire philosophers. And I'm like... Let's talk about why I don't think Twitter is redeemable, and uh, it should be a, it should be a good good discussion. So hopefully we see you guys over there this afternoon. That's what co-op is for to help others. Well, sure, but you're only so this is what it is. It's like a mathematical equation, okay? So you're only invadable if you invite it and you like want to duel somebody, or if you're playing co-op. All right. So nine times out of ten, if you're like, hey, I feel like invading some people the most likely outcome of that is you're going to invade people that are doing co-op. That's what people are kind of saying, is like, you know, how 
how are we supposed to have like good 1v1s if you know the mathematical probability here is that I'm almost always going to be invading somebody who's who's teamed up which there's nothing wrong with people teaming up and doing co-op but you see they've, they've essentially set up a, a mathematical equation where the most probable result of you wanting to go invade is that you're going to invade a co-op team just talked to uh, my new manager and he feels Twitter is just not worth investing in as a marketing platform in comparison to other social media platforms. Yeah, if you're around this afternoon, Ash, and you can bring that to the table, because that's another element of it, is that they're they're losing they're losing new user acquisition because it's it's a cra- it's just a crappy platform. But I want to talk about like at a philosophical level why I don't think platforms like that are redeemable. It should be it should be a pretty good conversation. Uh, do you think from software will patch nerf a lot of the OP weapons? It's my understanding that historically speaking, they don't do that. They do not patch, they do not patch this game to the PvP crowd's liking or desires. They don't. It's my understanding that historically speaking, that is not something that they do. The Bloodhound Fang is south of the path past Castle Morn Ramparts. There's a coin looking structure to the left of the road pretty far south. That is where the Bloodhound is. Yeah, don't you you get it from a don't you get it from a do you get it from a crucible knight? You can do two v twos, but you need to use a taunter's tongue, which enables you to be invaded solo and reduces co-op max to two. Yeah, it's just again the the, the it's it's a mathematical probability thing. If if no one it, like so for Elden Ring PvP, if no one is doing the du- like the like the thing that you're talking about where they like want to be they want to duel or they want a 2v2, right? If no one's doing that, or the majority of the player base isn't doing that, then every time you go to invade, you're rolling a dice that is heavily weighted toward landing in a co-op game, right? Ashton says 100%, and yes, I see them nerfing a couple of them. The Moonvale Katana that everyone is crazy about needs you to land the blade as well as the energy blast. So you think the moon veil is going to get nerfed because that the, is that the one that we keep seeing in all the videos of like if there's a samurai he's just absolutely shredding a boss is that is that what that's coming from my fear is we won't be able to have fight clubs anymore well this arena this this Elden Ring PvP arena that was discovered it actually seems to be like you will be able to have fight clubs there it's crazy how many dope weapons are just lying around in the wild I had a, uh, a wing scythe sitting in my inventory for like 30 levels until I realized it was strong. Yeah, I got a wing scythe from like an, you know those underground areas you go into, so you like find a little, you'll find a little like ruined area, and you'll go down and you like lift that door, and there's like a single chest sitting there. I have, I got it from there. There were some guys down there with like crossbows, and they looked kind of like something out of like Robin Hood, or Assassin's Creed, and I was like, oh, cool, a wing scythe, and everybody keeps telling me how crazy good it is, and I'm like, I've, I've not messed with it. Same early in the game? Yeah, it was one of those early areas. I just went down in, and there it was. There was a similar weapon in Dark Souls 3 Ring City that could chunk, and they nerfed it a little bit. Okay, so they have nerfed things before. I, it was my understanding, I felt like we talked about this before, it was my understanding, it sounds like I was incorrect in thinking this, that they don't really do that, they don't really nerf weapons, but again, it, it sounds like I was I was incorrect, that they have done it in the past. 
if it's locked, maybe they're waiting for everyone to play and explore and learn before jumping straight into PvP and invasions are supposed to be used to practice their builds. Yeah, I guess uh, according to the article that I read in the report that we did this morning, it's extremely common for them to do this like a month out, right? For the, so like a month out, they'll 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 launch like their their Elden Ring DLC, and it'll likely be initially like a PvP thing. At least that's at least that's what I read. They said this is kind of the pattern with the Dark Souls games. This is kind of how they did it. I think the best early game weapons are uh, from the Dark Horse guys who only seem to spawn at night. They nerfed weapons and status effects in Dark Souls Three. The Moonveil Katana is absolutely broken. Okay, so Moonveil is going to get hit is what distorted things. Another good example, the Ringed Knight paired greatswords, ran the PvP uh, meta for months due to their stun lock uh, and tracking. So they nerfed the damage on the stun lock combo and reduced tracking. So, uh, wow, I'm actually shocked about this. Dark Souls 3 got a bunch of nerves. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I was I was incorrect then. In my in my mind, for some reason, I swore we had a conversation where people like, nah, they don't really do that. Apparently that is, uh, apparently that's not true. They, they did. Sounds like they did it quite a bit in, uh, in Dark Souls, in Dark Souls 3. It sounds like. Um... Guys, if you haven't done so yet, smash the like button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you want to talk in chat. Take the poll at the top of the chat. We want to hear from you. There's a variety of ways to support the channel directly, but subscribing is totally free. So make sure you do that if you're enjoying the show. I'll be in your sub feed all week. I'm a safe for work broadcaster, and this is kind of a video game radio show that we do. Uh, Monday through Friday. Lots of Elden Ring coverage right now, but as more uh, gaming news starts to hit, the morning show will shift away from purely being about Elden Ring. But in the afternoon, we're going to continue plugging away in Elden Ring. This afternoon, we're going to be dungeon hunting. I want to get every dungeon in the areas that I've kind of cleared. Um, and so we're we're going to use the map just because I'd, I'd like to get it done. I don't like we I've I've done the best I can, and that's going to be kind of what I do. It's kind of like I go into a fight do it a couple times without summoning, do the best I can, and then if I feel like I need to summon, then I'm going to summon, right? And so this afternoon we'll be uh, we'll be dungeon hunting. We've done our best to clear Limgrave and Lorania and the Mistwood, uh, the Mistwoods or whatever they're called. So those like three sections, um, we're going to do our best. You were pretty accurate, Lono. They nerf things occasionally, but the consensus from long-term PvP creators and players is that they often do not do balance passes. Okay, so I wasn't out. Of, I wasn't out in left field with thinking that. Okay, this is going to be the last time we do this. It was great working with them and uh, this little this little microphone thing that we do. If you're looking for an affordable microphone, if you do, let's say you do Zoom calls, Skype calls, you know, you're you're working remote now and you want something that's a little bit better than your webcam microphone, but you don't want to spend a ton of money, the Toner microphone is a very economical option. $42, I think, on Amazon. You can use the Toner link below or the command in chat, T-O-N-O-R. Uh, this is the Toner TC30, and it's just plug-and-play USB. It comes with its own stand, and it comes with its own... Uh, pop filter so check out the link below and the command in chat thanks toner for working with us sending us the microphone and uh 
providing a, 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 a nice option. Obviously, what I use here is not something that, you know, the average person's going to want to invest in or buy if you're just working remotely and doing Zoom calls. So, um, PSA, you can cross dungeons. Hang on. You can check off completed dungeons in the map. If you open up the map and you press... Hang on, let me open this. If you press Y or triangle, a list of sites of graces opens up. If you press R3, a check appears near the name of the selected grace. I just found it by accident after 60 hours. Wait, so you can check off... Okay, so you can literally put a check mark with R3. You can hit triangle. We're definitely going to have to showcase that today. Because, I mean, I, that, that's part of the thing. That's part of the problem with uh, the map is you're like, did I clear it? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> like, I can't tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I look at the map and I'm like, did we find everything? I, I can't. I honestly can't tell a lot of the times. I hope they do something to make it better for PvP going forward. The Eclipse uh, Chatel plus a certain spell kills you without it hitting you. You just have to dance around the enemy and they die. A UI feature they didn't explain? Say it isn't so. <laughs> that was uh, what I wanted to point out yesterday, but I forgot to uh, but I forgot to save it. Why is that not explained in the game? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't you tell people like, hey, if you're playing Elden Ring and uh, you know you want to check off things on your map, because they have markers, but that's pretty much it. It's interesting that they would do that. It seems like they spent a good amount of time on the map. Like, the art style's cool, being able to put markers. Like, they definitely wanted you to, to like, say, oh, there's something here, there's this here, da-da-da. You know, you want to farm or whatever. I've been killed by that. It, like, stabs a root through, and you get one shot. Really? The world of Elden Ring can be very overwhelming to explore unguided. Well, see, this is what I've been doing. So as far as like the Elden Ring map size, what I've been doing is like I'll find a wall and I'll just walk along it. And if I find like an area, I just break everything. I'm like, there might be something underground because I was in like a little one of the little villages and I broke like a piece of wood. And then there was like a drop down area, like one of those one of those underground places. I don't think they like to document anything at From Software. <laughs> it just shows what you completed, uh, not what you didn't find, so it still won't help. Yeah, but it's nice to have a little check mark to be like, okay, I got that one, you know. Like I said, I'm going to be using that interactive map today because it's like, listen, I've done the best I can. I've done the best I can to clear Limgrave, Lorenia, and this other spot. The challenge becomes, okay... The challenge becomes you just sort of run out of steam because you're like, I don't know if I miss something. I, so I th- let's let's say a couple of things. Number one, I like the way they do exploration in this game because it feels genuine and it feels organic. It feels real. It doesn't feel like I'm chasing question marks on a map. It doesn't feel like I'm I'm, you know, climbing towers to get like, oh, now I know everything in the area. I definitely enjoy the organic nature of the discovery. But, okay. <laughs> Insomniac Black with a $5 tip. Good morning, Lono. Have a few bucks. Go get yourself some Bud Light and watch Air Bud. <laughs> Thank you, Insomniac Black. Um, but here, here's, here's what's been happening, right? Here's what's been happening. 
I get to the point where I'm like, dude, I gotta press on. I, I have no idea if I am I missing eight things, two things, one thing, or nothing, right? And I know that the idea, yeah, I did the snap finger thing in Misswood, and I met the NPC. The idea that like, you know, I might leave something behind. I mean, we, I already know in most of these areas I'm leaving stuff behind. So then what happens? Okay. So on Friday night, Hilly and I did an Elden Ring gameplay, uh, like live stream where, you know, we were drinking and having fun. And so we boot up and I'm like, well, let's go back to Limgrave and clear out stuff that we missed. So I'm walking along the beach and I find this cave. Okay. And the cave was a joke. The enemies were a joke. It wasn't challenging at all. And so it took some of the excitement out of finding it. It was like, I just kind of ran through it like it was nothing. Okay. And so to me, that's kind of a downer to be like, okay, now I'm going to go back rainy day activity. Let's go back and clear limb grave. Let's go back and clear this. Let's go back and do what, you know, whatever the case may be. And you, you end up feeling like, well, I, I kind of missed out on when I was really supposed to do this. I was supposed to do this early in the game. I was supposed to do this when I was lower level, and now I'm coming back and just smacking it, right? And so, I, I'm not saying that that's a problem. I'm just saying that it's kind of a bummer. You know, it's like, this would have been more enjoyable if I found these areas when I was here. So, I mean, my feedback to them was it would have been pretty cool to have, like, an enemy in the area, like a mini boss. You know how they have, like, the Crucible Knights all over the place? They could have had, like, a structure, and you started to recognize them. And you go to that structure, and there's a boss, and you make that boss fight pretty tough. It's, you know, it's, it's at the level of that area, and, you know, it's pretty punishing. And if you beat that boss, you get, like, a map if you want to use it and it kind of shows you where everything is in that area so it's not something you can do right away you can't like beeline to this person and be like all right cool i want to see everything in the area like make them challenging make them something that like you're not going to immediately go there okay and so i i don't know i think that might have been a better option to like okay that still leaves the organic discovery that still leaves it up to the player so it's not just like overwhelming your map and if you want to you can go get it and you can go consult that map to be like okay where is everything to me it's a better trade off than scaling in Souls games, quest lines for example missing out on your first run is natural and part of the game well right I'm not saying that I need to I, I'm not saying that I need to do everything I'm just saying if you if you empowered the player to get the information in some way it's hard because I wouldn't want to take away from the discovery. The discovery is excellent. Like when I'm walking along a cliff's edge or a beach or, you know, through some forest and I see a, a cave opening or I see a door and I'm like, oh, that that feeling, you, you don't want to take that feeling away. I think that's a, that's a really, really good and organic feeling in the game. That's not something you want to see you know, evaporate because you're always oh, just go kill this boss and she'll give you a map that shows you everything, right? You don't want to take that away too much, but I do get to the point where I'm like, bro, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where, if I'm missing anything. I don't know where anything could be. You know, I feel like I've done a pretty good job clearing the map, you know, going to all corners, kind of trying to go up and down through it. The interactive map also helps give a more focused exploration since you could just skip the stuff that you don't need 
Uh, if it gives an int weapon and you don't run int, right. You always find more your second playthrough. Right, and that's true. That's true. Like, I guess, you know, we want to consider replayability here. There is an element of replayability. You know, there's an element of replayability like, hey, you know, play it another time. Come back, you know, make a second character. You know, Elden Ring has New Game Plus, so there's, you know, there is that element as well. The game is easily the best open world game I have played in a long time. It rivals Skyrim for me, if not better. I've seen a couple of articles that have said this is this is the new standard for open world. Like this is it. This is this is excellent. Which is why I think some people took issue with, um, you know, the devs that were criticizing the UI and the UX. People are like, "Are you kidding me?" Th- this is fine. There was. It also seemed. It also seemed like that debate broke down because they were western developers and like japanese developers were like this is actually totally fine like this is this is pretty much par for the course for jrpgs and rpgs that we create we we have different approaches to these things small portions of the lesser known areas are becoming low key underground spots to pvp no hackers no gankers just fighters alike it's happening very secret spots exist yeah, you got to keep it exclusive, right? Or they'll all, all the all the cheaters and the hackers and the and those dudes they'll all come running, you know. There are lots of endings. Yeah, there's multiple endings as well, so you know, it motivates you to do it a couple of times. I'm continually taken back by the beauty scale design choices. Uh, their chef's kiss no doubt. Yeah, I mean, I like to do open world map clearing, like I've done it in other games, and in this game in particular, I'm finding myself thoroughly enjoying that aspect of it. Just like we are we are just out there on the open terrain just looking for stuff. Um, and if you know it feels good, it really does. Level 50 here and that's groundbreaking. Time to do some research. Um, you can find bell bearings and give them to husks at the round table. Oh, they sell smithing stones. Can't wait for them to patch it. No way I'm playing the PS4 version. Yeah, that's another thing that's a bummer right now. I like the replayability of this game with all the different character types, different builds. Uh, It's fun to have. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about seeing footage of the game is just seeing all the different, you know, armor and weapons and builds that people are using. You can view multiplayer status on... Oh, I'm sorry, MP status on the map. By hitting Y, it will tell you hotspots and what is co-op and what is PvP. Oh, really? Is the PS5 version worth playing or no? I didn't think so. I've played, I don't even know how many hours of the PS4 version. And when I booted up the PS5 version and did like a spin test, like you you like hold the joystick just very lightly and it, it like the camera spins, I was getting little snags and little stutters and I was like, nah. No, I don't. I, I'm not doing this. Now, some people are saying they're playing on the PS5 and not noticing any issues. I'm going to notice them a lot more quickly because I put in so many hours with the PS4 version that I'm I'm going to be way more sensitive to it. Like I'm going to see it like right away. You know, Xbox Series X and PS5. See two people in chat saying, "Oh, it's fine. It works. It's not an issue." Um, 
I, I like I said, I did one spin test and immediately saw little frame snags, and I was just like, yeah, I'm good. I don't. That's gonna bother me. Now, you again, you if you've been playing on the PS5 version the whole time, probably not noticing. You're just like, yeah, you know. And maybe you do, and maybe you're like, it's not that big of a deal. It doesn't happen all that often. There were reports that most of it was happening when you were in a new area. You know, it's kind of like pulling all the textures and the items in. You know. 140 likes with 300 viewers. What are you guys doing? Hit the like button, says Dallas. Yeah, let's go for 200. Let's go for 200. We can get 200 likes. We're having a slower start today. I don't know why. I I, we, I thought this would be a pretty big... Uh, I thought this would be a pretty big, exciting topic, but uh, it seems like we're not, we're not pulling like we usually pull. I'm not getting uh, any of that on my Series X. Series X is handling it well. Uh, I play my PS5 on a 75-inch. Yeah, if you play on a large TV, it can definitely make a difference. You know, it can certainly make a difference. Um, and the poll is right down the middle, 51-49%. 51% saying yes. Elden Ring PvP is something that they play or something that they would look into. So like, if, like let's say you're not playing Elden Ring. I'm just curious if you would, though. Like, is that something that you would do? Half the audience is saying yes. Half the audience is saying uh, no. 305 votes already. A lot, a lot of votes on the poll, so thank you for that. I played the Series X and the Xbox One X. There definitely is a difference. Yeah, I mean, the Series X is going is, is gonna to perform, I would imagine, significantly better. They have the statues that point to the dungeons. I don't know if I want my handheld, to be honest. It's been better. Well, and that's why I said you could make it optional. Like, make it an optional thing. You go, you kill a boss, they drop a map, and you don't have to open that if you don't want. It's like you go into your menu and open it. And it would just show you, like, a rough sketch of Limgrave with, like, little spots on it or something. Like, you know, again, make it feel organic. Make it feel like genuine discovery. It's a little early for PvP news since people are still finding things and PvP channels have yet to make a splash. Yeah, we may be early. Uh, we may be early to the story, you know. There's a there was a couple videos on it yesterday, and so I thought, oh, well, you know, we'll be one of the first people to cover it. I think a time will come in the future that PC would be so forward in advance that Xbox and PlayStation wouldn't be able to keep up anymore. And the dev either makes games for PC or console, in my opinion. No, I don't think so, because you can always increase your sales if you sell for both, as long as you come up with an, um, as long as you have an agile engine, as long as the engine's agile and it can go down to like, like a lower performance machine and look good, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Can you go to the PvP fight clubs and spectate like people did, uh, for the drunken naked brawls in New World? Because that will change my answer. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to, yeah, I don't know, because there's only so many people that can be in an instance. I think four people in an instance, so you'd have to find, you you know, you'd have to, like, be a streamer or, like, on Reddit or something and set it up to where people come in and fight and leave, and then, like, you're just getting to spectate. I don't think you can have, like, 50 people sitting around watching, watching, like, a pit fight, you know what I mean? Wasn't there a game at the at the at the roller rink, Derek? Wasn't it called Pit Fight or Pit Fighter or whatever? <laughs> and it was literally like people fighting, and then like a, like in the middle of a ring of other people, it was, you were like fighting in a pit. <laughs> it was like underground fighting. 
that's not likely it's more likely that console will catch up to pc and microsoft and sony will make their own pc equivalents um uh and force the prices of pcs down pc's lowest common denominator right lona do you have a code for gog no i do not no i do not yeah, there you go. There you go. Elden Ring, but with good, but with good UX. There it is. There it is. A map just covered, covered in icons. <laughs> uh, I like how I like how she put it in quotations. I like that. That's my favorite part about it. <laughs> Here's Elden Ring with good UX. If you're just tuning in, we want to know what you think about Elden Ring PvP. Is it something that you would uh, check out, or is it something you're checking out right now? There apparently, there is an arena that people have found, uh, an Elden Ring, I guess you'd call it PvP arena, and uh, we're 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 wondering if that's going to sort of change. Apparently, from people te- you know telling the stories in chat this morning, a large part of the PvP is turning into very consistent three v ones. Because most of the time you're invading, you're invading people playing co-op, which is creating a trend that uh, is a little is a little bit of a nuisance for those that enjoy invasion. Some of my favorite Dark Souls three moments was the PvP arena around Pontiffs. Tbh, do you uh, do you play with a multiplayer code? I, I don't know what you mean by do I play with a multiplayer code. Where is the PvP arena? So according to the to the report that we read this morning, uh, the building in question is it's northeast of the game's starting area in Limgrave. It seems completely inaccessible. It's a coliseum like area, and there's a ghostly fellow moping about in front saying he wants to fight and says, Why will this door not open? So, yeah. There's a guy out front. It's in the northeast of Limgrave. It sounds like they only enjoyed invading to catch someone off guard. Well, or they just like the 1v1 aspect of like, hey, I'm in your game, you know. I'm I'm here. It's I mean, that's literally what an invasion is, right? I mean, they're invading. It's 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 meant to be disruptive. That's the area with the giant pot guy. I I don't know. In Dark Souls 3, there was a D- there's a DLC 1v1 arena system. Will only be a matter of time before console catches up. Yeah, I think in the tech realm, technology becomes more accessible and more efficient, which means they'll be able to make consoles better and more economical and not have to feel like, oh my gosh, you know, the parts and the pieces and the tech's too expensive. I don't know. Um, I do think you value the number of below average gaming PCs a lot higher than the population not based on Steam's hardware stats What's what hardware stats from Steam I mean invaders are trolls says Ashen it may be a 2v1 but the invader has the mobs on their side yeah yeah that's true here's a tip for chat if you are an invader but you dislike 1v3 Use the taunter's tongue. People will invade you, and you will be, and it will be a one v one. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good word. If you're looking for one v ones, basically just invite duels with the taunter's tongue, and then anybody that invades comes to you, and then you're not dealing with three v ones. 
since you've had your hands on the game for a while now, says Fozzie, do you think they are going to go live services with this game uh, for a while? So, the way I the way I look at it, the way I look at it is Steam powered survey. Oh, it's a survey of like what people use. Oh, okay. So you're saying most of the rigs are pretty low performing. Okay. Based on just actual stats, got it. Um, okay. So as far as my live service theory is concerned, all right. When I look at, you know, when I look at the scope of Elden Ring and how they designed the map, and just this morning how we've been, dis- you know, discussing discovery and, you know, having trouble finding areas and stuff. This is how I look at it. This is how I look at it. I my theory about, you know, new game plus functions as normal. And I had a theory that there would be a new game plus experience that would be completely separate and it would it would be called something like the Elden Lord the Elden Lord DLC or something. And what it would do is if you rolled over into that new game plus, it wouldn't function in the same way as the traditional new game plus, okay? What it would do is it would change the entire map. Now, the the depth of the con- the depth of the the content and the map and everything on it. I don't know if that's an undertaking that they'd be able to do. Do you know what I'm saying? The game was called Pit Fighter. Bad digitized graphics to copy OG Mortal Kombat. Terrible controls. I think the crowd could hit you. Yeah, like they'd hit you with stuff or throw stuff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my original theory was, you know, they could change the entire map. Like you'd boot up New Game Plus and you'd have the normal experience. But if you downloaded the DLC and you clicked on, you know, the Elden Lord New Game Plus experience, you would be playing the game as an Elden Lord. Well, now when I look at this map, I'm like, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> They'd have to basically build the an, an entirely new game. Now, if all it was was, you know, as simple as changing some boss fights and some enemies, you know, the world is already built, the dungeons are already built, the traps are already there. Maybe, maybe. But I, I think I think what I what I thought they could do is just probably too ambitious. It's probably too ambitious. Hey, we're continuing to see new people stroll in, so make sure and smash the like button. We're lacking on the likes this morning. Give us those 200 likes. That'll be our next like milestone. And be sure to take the poll. Almost 400 votes. Elden Ring PvP. Do you partake, or would you if you played the game? So even if you don't play the game, like, is it something that you would do? You've been there. It's where you fought the invader with the weapon that left lava on the ground. Oh, that's place. Oh, that's definitely it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, that's definitely an arena for PvP. That area for sure, for sure. I mean, and they just happen to have you go there and have that experience with an invader? Yeah. They might have already made a DLC map before releasing Elden Ring. I think that's probably the most likely expansion treatment this game will get is like new areas, new maps. Um, Armored Core 6 might be live service. Yes, whenever I entertained my live service theories about Elden Ring, we talked about, you know, Miyazaki said in an interview that that's something that they want to get into. They want to get into making a live service game. 
And when the leaks came out about Armored Core 6, a lot of people said this game would be perfect for live service with the way that it's built. You know, six shirt, thank you. Always remember my shirts come from uh, 80s tees, so be sure to use my code over there. Use code LONO for 30% off at 80stees.com. Uh, and so yeah, the Megatron shirts from there. But like, a lot of people said, yeah, if you're if you're familiar with Armored Core, Lono, that Armored Core would be perfect for live service. A lot of people have said that. I tend to think they're probably right. Given the timing and given when he said it in an interview, I don't think he was talking about Elden Ring. I thought it was possible, but the more I looked at the interview and the more I looked at like the, the, the way that they could approach it, it was like, yeah, he's probably got Armored Core in mind when he said that. Have they confirmed it in the pipeline? No, but the le- there was leaks that pretty much did. There was there was a survey that showed it had watermarks, so it was legitimate. And this guy took pictures, like screenshots. It was like a survey of like, what do you think of this, or what do you think of this next game, or something to that effect. So it's it's not been confirmed by From Software, but it's it's basically um, it's basically confirmed by the leaks. They work in a ton of teaching the PvP mechanics into the quest, either integrated or adjacent to the main story. Can anyone explain what a live service is? Okay, so live service comes in a variety of ways, and a lot of people are like anti-live service, because when they hear live service, they think like Fortnite, a battle pass, and like really big live events. Basically a game that's ongoing in its support and in its updates of content. So it's one thing for a game to be continually supported and patched. It's another thing for a game's model to be built around the idea that you keep playing and they keep adding things to the game and updating things in the game, whether it's changing the map in Fortnite or whatever. Now, there are other examples of live service, okay? Diablo 3 would be a good example of a very successful ongoing live service that's not done the way that Fortnite is done. Right, like Anthem, yeah. Um, so you know, Diablo does their seasonal model. So you create a seasonal character. You've got challenges. You've got things you've got to do. You've got cosmetic rewards. You've got gear sets. You got all this different stuff that you can get by doing all those things with the seasonal character. And they continue to update. So I, I don't even know what season they're on now. Season twenty something or something, some insane number. So live service is just that the game is continuing to go on. And, and they're continuing to update and add to the experience. They're not just pushing out patches and quality of life updates. Like if you buy a single player game and in three months they patch it and do some updates, like Horizon Forbidden West, just because they're patching it and doing updates doesn't mean that it's a live service game. Does that make sense? It doesn't mean it's a live service game. And, and that's where I think people get confused they hear live service and they either really really dilute the definition and it's like well every game's live service then because you know this, this game got a patch and this game got an update no and then the other extreme is people think live service is Fortnite Battle Pass and you know a, a heavy heavy focus on cosmetics and a cosmetic store I know it's not live service but did you ever try the Tsushima raid surprisingly good no, I would like to... There's a new one coming, is there not? They're they're doing something, I believe, this month with Ghost of Tsushima. They're adding some new stuff to Legends, and I believe... 
Um, I believe they're adding a raid. Uh, and no, I never got a chance to do it. That's ongoing support. Yeah, there's a difference between ongoing support and live service. Live service is equal to uh, ruining UI and destroying load times. I don't know what... What do you mean by that? The cool thing about that kind of live service game is there's no final boss to win the game. (laughs) They can never be pay to win. (laughs) Right. Oh, they certainly could be pay to win. They could sell really, really good guns. They could sell, you know, equipment that makes you stronger in the game. They 100% could be uh, if they wanted. Tiny Tina Wonderlands reveals Endgame Chaos Chamber experience. So there is going to be an Endgame experience in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I only had bad experiences with live service games so far. Ongoing support is live service, just saying. But it just isn't helpful for communication to do that, Mo. Right? It isn't helpful for communication to dilute a definition. Like, ongoing support is live service. Yeah, but that's not what anybody means when they say live service. You know what I'm saying? If, because, okay, here's the problem. Every game has ongoing support. So why, why even bother saying live service? You know what I'm saying? Little indie titles push out patches and updates. You know, really old games periodically will get like an update or a patch. So if 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 literally ninety percent of the of of the games out there are live service, well, then using the term is com- completely superfluous. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. So like, at a technical level, it's not that you're technically wrong. It's just it just lacks clarity. Tsushima Legends is free on PSN this month. I went back and tried it, uh, the raid this weekend. Ignored that part uh, before, but I'm impressed. The Tsushima Legends stuff is part of my theory that they're moving toward uh, live service. Man, we are struggling to hit 200 likes. What is going on, man? Chat, you keep scolding yourself. Somebody scolded you earlier. It wasn't me. It was somebody in chat. You guys are uh, you being it's it, it's it's not Monday it's Tuesday you made it out of Monday you made it out of Monday celebrate making it out of Monday by smashing that like button I know this is probably an unpopular opinion but I wouldn't mind an entirely co-op Souls experience I know this game has co-op but it definitely takes a backseat compared to the single player experience here's the thing if you build an entirely co-op experience you almost have to tune the game to that does that make sense? So I was playing, there is a mission in one of the Batman games. I can't remember which one it is. There's a mission in one of the Batman games where you're in this, um, it's not a warehouse. It's like a, it's like a movie set place. You're like moving from these movie sets. I think there's like Western, it's like Western movie sets or something. And you're up in the rafters uh, on the walls and stuff, and you're you're navigating you're navigating the area and trying to track the enemies and kill the enemies. And on this particular mission, Robin is with you, and so he's jumping up and he's getting on the perches and he's getting on the like the little beams and the uh, and the you know and the little walls and stuff. Is it Arkham Knight? I think it is. I wanted to say it was Arkham Knight. I feel like that's what it is. And that mission, okay, that mission made it crystal clear to me 
that you could not make a Batman game like that and make it co-op unless you were extremely careful, okay? Because we just kept getting in each other's way. Like, I'd go to get on a perch, and he'd already be on the way, and then he'd have to get out of the way. And then if I went to go get on the perch and he was there, I'd, like, I'd like go back to the perch I was previously on. It was super clumsy. It was super clumsy. Now, there are fights where you fight with Robin or Nightwing... Uh, or Catwoman, and you do these cool little co-op moves, and you can switch between each character, and you can do different things, and like, if you time certain things together, you like, hit the enemies you know, at the same time. And that's fun! Right? And that's fun. But, if the entire game was like that, like, another person was there with me, you'd have to have every fight, every boss, every area set up with that in mind, or it would be incredibly frustrating. You'd constantly be getting in each other's way. Probably why Gotham Knights is taking so long. I think the concept of co-op is great. I think co-op implementation is actually extremely difficult because you have to set all these instances up to where... Here's the other thing. There's so many levels to this. It needs to be built so that you don't frustrate each other, but it also needs to be built in a way where you you feel like you're playing in tandem with each other and not just, oh, you were over there and killed all those guys? Okay, cool. I was over here and killed all these guys. And you're almost playing two single-player games parallel to each other, and you're not really interacting. You have to have a, a, an organic synergy that takes place where it feels cool that your buddy is in the game with you. Because if not, it, 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 might, it might feel kind of annoying. Yeah, you need double wide perches. Um, and I think one of the things with Elden Ring that immediately gets thrown off, okay? One of the things in Elden... I'm sorry, not in Elden Ring. One of the things in co-op in a game like Elden Ring that gets immediately thrown off is the fact that these games are traditionally solo, you know, the, the enemies and the bosses are solo aggro. They're meant to focus on an individual target and basically have a bit of a dance with you. If you look at the boss rooms, if you look at the setups, if you look at the environments, that's just commonly, that's that seems to be how they're built. They're built with that in mind. You and this guy, which is why... You know, summoning the jellyfish or summoning the skellyman or bringing your buddy in or summoning an NPC really throws the fights off. Like, you can literally see the, the, the boss AI almost breaking down. It's like it doesn't know what the frick to do. It's like it doesn't know what to do. It's like sitting there and like it spins and it goes to look at you and it swings and then it takes its second swing and like turns around and hits the NPC or hits your buddy or whatever. So, like, the the AI becomes really unpredictable, the fight becomes really awkward and unwieldy, and I don't know, it's, I don't know, they, they literally have to build the fights different, to, so that they, they don't feel like the boss AI literally breaks down right in, right in front of your eyes, you know what I mean? Uh, PlayStation better step their game up with Microsoft, uh, about owning a lot of the gaming companies. Microsoft is like the Disney of games. They own so much in the gaming industry. Yeah, and similar to Disney, a lot of the stuff they crank out is is potentially not going to be very good just because you buy all the companies. We're, we're, we're already hearing that the Star Wars park at Disney is overpriced and overrated. Yo, what's good, Atwood? Apex Mobile is now a thing. I mentioned you in a tweet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I think we covered that on updates at some point. Um, we we kind of knew we kind of knew that was coming. Uh, I feel like we covered that. I may have just mentioned it in a stream. Maybe we didn't cover it, but yeah, 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 yeah. We were uh, we were watching. We were keeping an eye on that. I think I talked about that. It might have been when we were talking about Valorant pushing for mobile too. I think we were just talking about the size of the mobile market. Yeah, it's cool to see Atwood. It's very cool to see. That's why bosses have more AOEs than usual because of summons. You know, you're probably right, Ashen, that there are so many AOEs in this game. I get kind of annoyed by it, personally. It hasn't been covered on updates? Oh, I thought we did one. I must be mistaken. I must be thinking of something else. Um. Uh, why are you trolling? Literally nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm sure I can say what I feel. I mean, you're welcome to come in and say what you feel, but like just coming in and grinding an axe, like I, you know what I'm saying? You're not you're not a fresh account troll. You've had your account since 2017. Um I think the stream title should be changed to live service. <laughs> I do hate how some AoEs look jumpable but don't seem to. Bro, I'm telling you, I feel like jumping in the game is really inconsistent. Like, I don't know if it's that the AoEs are inconsistent, or is it the jumping that's inconsistent. It's hard to tell which mechanic isn't isn't working consistently. Is it the AoEs? Is it how they're viewable? Is it is it the animations? Is it the jump? You know? Which is it? I, I, I'm genuinely curious. I'm genuinely curious, like what it, what exactly is the issue? We're getting any search. We're getting DLC. Modern warfare, most pointless. P- yeah, PvP is throwing us off. I'm taking it out of the title. Uh, I'm taking it out of the title. It's getting us in. Um, it's getting us in a weird funnel. I'm going to take PvP out of the title and out of the tags. It's getting us in a weird funnel. We're getting in like a Call of Duty funnel. Um, okay. Let's see if that doesn't help. I think that might be what's messing with us this morning. So, Elder Ring DLC. I'll just simplify the title. I'm glad the bosses don't let you just hug hips. Yeah, there were times, there were times I think in Dark Souls 3 where that felt a little corny. Was it the dog I did that to? There was something I did that to. You literally just like hug their back leg and they like can't get you. You just keep you just keep rolling in that as you call it a blind spot. You just keep rolling in that blind spot and they're like, "Where'd he go? Where'd he go?" And you're just back there hacking their leg to ribbons. Maybe DLC Arena? No, Arena Arena didn't help either when we kind of researched it. When we kind of when we researched it, it, it was it was tough because not a lot of people are are looking for it because it's brand new. So when you kind of break a story, that's the challenge is you don't know what people are going to be looking for because when people hear about it, what are they going to run? What are they going to run to YouTube and look for? Uh, I only have PV. I only PVP when I co-op with a friend and we get invaded. Two v one always makes it easy. I can imagine being an invader and being ticked. Multiple guys are in there. Yeah, it's a mathematical probability thing, right? Like, more people are playing co-op, so when you invade, it's very likely that's what you're going to run into. You know what I mean? 
That's how I kill every dragon, ankle snatching. Uh, yeah, people are like, oh, hit him in the head, hit him in the head. And I'm like, I, it doesn't seem worth it. Every time I go up to the front, it, you know, and people, and now that I have a larger sword, I'd like to find a dragon and fight a dragon with a longer sword. Because I, you know, I, I've been using a, the, the, a shorter sword. And when I used the halberd, I never went for his face. I started trying to go for his face, but I was using a short sword. So it was like, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like reaching up, like tickling his, tickling his chin hair. It's like it wasn't working. Um, to be honest, the dancer has some nice hips. I hate, I hate the dancer. Oh, the tree has that. Dancer has that. Yeah, 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 yeah. DLC invasions. <laughs> we'll just keep it simple. We'll keep it a DLC. Cause uh, the uh, let me make sure it updated. It did. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It feels more epic to stare down a dragon front uh, on and crack his skull. Oh, it certainly does. It it certainly does. It doesn't feel very cool at all, hitting him in the ankles. Power stancing with torch pole and a pike. I got ticked off after getting cheesed myself. The thing about... So there's fights in Elden Ring that I feel like they disincentivize you from engaging. Right? So there's the big troll guys and then there's... um, There's like the... What is it? The lobsters. I'm trying to think of some of the other fights that I just feel like I'm just going to avoid you now. Do you know what I mean? What was the what was the thing yesterday with like the two big hanging axes in the in the uh, in the academy? It's like made out of metal, and it's got like that thing in the front that opens up. Um, a metal band is named after it. Is what I think it was what people said it was. I was like, this isn't worth it. I spend so much time fighting you, and I get nothing to show for it. That's another aspect of the open world combat that I think is a bit of a it's an unavoidable reality. They can't make the open world mob fights... Iron Maiden, thank you. They can't make the open world fights super rewarding because it would be too easy to farm, right? It'd be too easy to farm them. So what ends up happening is you just start driving past everybody because you're like, if I stop and fight you, it's just a nuisance. It's a waste of my time, right? Now, when you find a big group, I like to take out a whole big group. I did it yesterday and got about 2,000 runes just from this group walking on the road. But I definitely feel that way. I'm like, I'm like I don't know, man. Like, this doesn't seem worth it. But I, they kind of have to do it that way. The Iron Maiden, which is also the name of a torture device. Oof. Do you get you get my point? It's like I don't want them to change it because then it'd be silly. You could just farm the open world areas and just get a ton of runes. So it's like the open world combat starts to become sort of a nuisance. You're like, I'm not doing this. I stopped to fight you guys and you know what I mean? Did you learn nothing from objectification discussion yesterday, people? It's only okay if you pay. That's right. <laughs> When you get the Moonveil Katana, you have to try it once, respecting your build, even if only for some time. It's so much fun with a staff. What is what is the Moonveil Katana spec off of? Yo, Matt coming in with 14 months of membership. Thanks for renewing your membership. If you guys are just tuning in, we're discussing Elden Ring DLC. There's a PvP arena that's basically been discovered. People are thinking this is going to be the first DLC. 
and it's going to be an area for people to do PvP. So we're asking at the top of the chat, is PvP something that you interact with in Elden Ring? Even if you don't play Elden Ring, is it something that you would do if you played? Um, Ints? No, I'm not respecking for that. <laughs> you got bigger fish to fry? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to get that weapon and spec into that. Here we go. Now we're rolling. Now we're getting some folks to tune in. Uh, if you've never been here before, thanks for clicking on the video. Talking about this new arena, this new area. Curious what your take on the game is with respect to PvP. Be sure to hit subscribe so you can talk in the chat. It is free to subscribe to the channel, and I am a safe for work broadcaster. So I'm here Monday through Friday doing a talk show like this. A lot of people treat me like video game radio, and you can do that in confidence because I keep it safe for work. I see the katana all the time. It's quick, but all they do is spam it. Actually easy to dodge the moon veil. Yeah, I like my Bloodhound. I like my Bloodhound Fang. I like that. That thing feels like a boss destroyer. You know, when I go through the the, the in-between areas, I like my short sword cuz so many of the smaller enemies are just so fast that the Bloodhound feels too slow. So I like to switch like once I get to the boss, I get out the Bloodhound. I want to try the Contagious Fury shield. I got a jellyfish shield with Contagious Fury. I want to try Contagious Fury with Bloodhound and see just how fast I can start wrecking some of the bosses in the game, which I don't get to do my my barricade um, my barricade and combine that with um, uh, what's it called guard uh, guard counter what's the subject? I missed the start so we're talking about the Elden Ring DLC that's been discovered, there's an area that we are very confident is going to be an arena like a coliseum for PvP. There's even an NPC outside that talks about how he wants to go inside and fight, but the door won't open. So we're, we're, we're thinking, it's pretty pretty confident that that's going to be one of the first things that they, they sort of open up in the game for people to enjoy PvP. Getting a general consensus from the audience that PvP right now is not in the greatest of spots because most of the time you want to do PvP you end up fighting people who are playing co-op which makes sense. Because when you play co-op, you're invadable. So the mathematical probability of you finding somebody who's all, you know, who is looking for a duel. Like, if you're looking for 1v1, then use the duel finger thing, and then people that invade will come into your world, and you'll have a nice 1v1. I was thinking about making a Faith Madness build my next playthrough. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do next playthrough. I really don't. I think I'm going to do a Samurai um, I like the fact that I'm already thinking about doing another playthrough. <laughs> I haven't even fought, fought Radon yet. Um, Radon, or however he says his name. I got teleported last night to some place called Dragon Ballow. There are these mini green goblins name, armed with scythes and a dragon walking on a bridge. Turned out to be a good farm area. I have not been there. Invasions are fun, TBH. Even people who don't like them should try it, even if it is the end of your first playthrough. Slight spoiler, I fought a duo of these guys. Bloodhound let me dance around them with its weapon art. Uh, I could light, I could kite them around, use the weapon art, dodge back, and do big damage. Yeah, the weapon art on the Bloodhound is silly. The only thing that's a bummer, it happened in my Renala fight is she stunned me before I could do like the teleport you know what I mean I love the teleport it's so sneaky you go in and get huge damage and you go in for part 2 but she kept stunning me like I'd get her and I'd bounce back 
and then she'd hit me with something before I could do it. You get into a new game plus. I've seen a lot of other streamers roll new characters. I think rolling a new character is more exciting, you know, than doing new game plus. That's why I said they're looking to grief uh, complaining about invading. They can 1v1 in their world if they want 1v1s. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that reasoning, Eugene. Do you think there's a scope for the arena DLC to have co-op wave-based type activities in addition to PvP? Well, now that I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put something like that um, in this game. You can get the teleport as an ash. I assumed you could. I know there's there's items that come with the their their weapon art intrinsic, but I'm fairly certain you can get it elsewhere as well. What happens in New Game Plus? Everything gets harder. You get to keep your character gear and stats, and keep on going. With this in mind, I become a traveling trader. I kill a boss, duplicate its soul, make the weapon I need for trade, and I get paid. Thanks, Mausoleums. <laughs> Arcane Samurai, my next playthrough. Yeah, a samurai with some casting would be fun, I think. I think. Because magic is, is pretty strong in this game if you use it appropriately. And the samurai just... His armor looks cool. The swords, that he, you know, the katanas are cool. Not that you have to use the samurai if you want to use a katana, but it's definitely going to lean you that way from the start. There are some weapons with unique weapon arts. Okay, so there are some... So there's some there's some weapon arts that you can't get as an ash, is what you're saying. If you play with co-op, you might as well have some threat with it. This is from Sarf's Games anyway. Well, yeah, that's how they kind of balance it. Um... You won't feel scaling in New Game Plus till about plus three or plus four. That's where the game starts to scale past you. Plus one and plus two are basically victory laps. You're going to necromancer your next playthrough? I mean, that's how it was in the other games, Eugene. We're assuming it's going to work that way in this one. I mean, it, they said it's going to be, it's going to work the same way as uh, as the other. Revenge tours. Right, right, right. It's a revenge tour. You're getting to, you're getting to... <laughs> Go kill, go kill the bosses, areas, the enemies, the dungeons, the mini bosses. Go kill them quite a bit faster than you did the first time. To be clear, it's just the teleporting step, not the full attack. Huh. I switched to Katana and Magic from Vagabond, and I had way more fun than dual-wielding swords. Katanas? Bowstaffs? Size? I want nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. What did my son call nunchucks? It was really, really funny. What do you say? It wasn't... Everybody's, a lot of kids say num, nunchucks. Oh, I forget what he called them. It was actually really cute. He, he calls them the right thing now. I saw a skill up said it took 100 plus hours for the first playthrough, then like four and a half for New Game Plus. Well, but on New Game Plus, did he just beeline to all the bosses and not, and not explore and not do dungeons? I find it hard to believe he actually did the dungeons on his on his four and a half hour playthrough. He probably just beeline for the bosses. People are already there. It also depends on how much you're leveled each playthrough. Um, are there really nunchucks in this game? No. The closest thing to a nunchuck in this is a whip. I've been a big fan of heavy thrusting swords. Man, I had a guy yesterday do a heavy thrust. And I swear, he, like, teleported. I got so salty. 
I was like, what the frick was that? Like, his character, like, glided over the ground to get to me. It was so cheesy. It's like his animation wasn't going to get to me. So they, like, they allowed his character, his character model to, like, slide forward. It was the cheesiest thing. It was so cheesy. Bloodhound. Bloodhound Step Ash of War is a game changer. Yeah, it's it's super strong. It's super strong. Flails. Oh yeah, Flail would be a lot like a nunchuck. I forgot there's flails in this. I forgot about that. You tried PvP yesterday? No, I did not. No. It was it was one of those characters that simulates an invasion. They got like a I don't think he has a red name. He's just really challenging. He's in like this tunnel. I'll be back later. Great topic. Thank you. Are you gonna out your uh, Elden Ring Let's Play in a playlist soon? Or are you gonna put your Elden Ring Let's Play in a playlist soon? Oh, you want it in a playlist? We could do that. I mean, it's in the gameplay playlist, and that's all I've been playing, so it's all right there. But if you if you want all of the Elden Ring gameplay in like its own playlist, we can do that. That's not difficult. My favorite on horseback is Flail Heavy. Yeah, horseback is really enjoyable when you have like a long reach weapon. It can be extremely irritating when you have a short reach weapon and you're on horseback because you just feel like you're whiffing the whole time. Um, So Apex Legends Mobile isn't in America yet. Argentina, Australia, Colombia, Indonesia, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand... Uh, Peru, Philippines, uh, Singapore. That's, yeah, it's interesting. The running heavy attacks for heavy thrusting swords pushes the player a bit, but the Bloodhound step on twin blades is pretty nice as well. Is Cheesy going to put that playlist on as a background music when he's making sexy time? I can't see why else he'd want that. <laughs> You can make your own playlist on YouTube, by the way. You can. Like, I'll do it. I'll, I will, we'll do it. But just for future reference, if there's a streamer or a YouTuber that's really unorganized and you're kind of, in, but you like their content, you can always click the, like, the three dots on the video and say, add to playlist and, like, make your own playlist. You know, you can do, like, they have the watch later thing, but you could be, like, you know, let's say you're researching a subject and you watch like three or four videos in the middle of all those videos or at the beginning of the end or whatever, you could be like throw in playlists. And it's like, what be like, you know, name the playlist, you know, um, public education research. Like you're, you're researching like public education or something. And then, so you'd have that playlist to reference later. What's the thorn ability? An invader had it even if you block, you die. Yeah, like the thorns that come out of the ground, they're kind of crazy. What suggestions are you looking for under the first look and updates? Well, first look is obviously going to be a first look at a, at a new game. So if you know of like little indies or big titles or whatever or what games that are coming, throw them in there. If you're like, oh, this one, I saw this one on Steam and it looks so good and it comes out in two weeks. You can throw those in first look. As far as updates, you know, gaming updates that you see that you feel like we should do a quick little four minute video on you know stuff that's going on in the gaming world stuff that I don't cover here you know like um what's hitting today the Halo Infinite Season 2 info hit I'm not going to do a whole stream on that right it's called Briars of Sin okay 
That's what the thorn thing is called. Briars of Sin. Hearing Lono rage fighting a boss while getting it on sounds like an out-of-this-world experience. That's one way to phrase it. I don't know if I'd call it out-of-this-world. <laughs> it would certainly take you out of your body and ruin the moment, I think. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> uh, oh, that's an innuendo that I didn't intend. Anyway, speaking of new games, anyone hear about A Little Devil Inside? A Little Devil Inside, No. Have a Nice Death launches today. I think we're going to try and do a first look on it. Um, I believe that launches today. I literally have your Dark Souls 3 Sekiro and Elden Ring gameplay in my own playlist. I come back to them uh, for background when I'm grinding games. Really? That's so interesting. That's so interesting to me. Especially my Sekiro playthrough. My Sekiro playthrough isn't... I don't think it's a very good playthrough. I am so grumpy and complainy the whole time. There were so many there were so many philosophical decisions and design decisions they made with that game. It just rubbed my fur the wrong way. You know, and just pushed I just pushed through. Like I almost didn't fight. I almost I almost hung it up at Ishin. I was real close to putting the controller down at Ishin cuz I was just it, I was just in a like a weird mood about it. I was kind of defeated. That launches today. Yeah, have a nice death launches today middle of the day I think in like 30 minutes or an hour you beat a lot of the bosses quickly here's the here's the interesting thing about playing like this games in view of the public okay here's the thing it's so mixed with pride and humility because I get you know I'm pretty proud when I whoop a boss quickly like when I beat Renala second try yesterday that felt pretty awesome you know that felt pretty awesome. But it also is blended with humility because you see sort of the weakest part of me, right? It's not a sign of, of strength to get angry and to complain and get all gripey, right? That's kind of a sign of weakness. Like, that's a, that, but, but then it's, it's blended with resolve, right? You keep going, you keep trying. So, like, you get to see it's such an interesting thing if you really think about it from this perspective you get to see like the highs and the lows of a person's humanity you get to see their resolve their endurance and their skill but you also get to see their flaws and their frustrations and their weaknesses like the things that tick them off the things that trip them up the things that put them in a foul mood so I don't know why that blend is so entertaining you would think that people would get immediately turned off. They'd be like, I don't, I don't like this. This guy is just angry and complaining. Because um, I'll, I'll tell you, when I played another game, there was another game we used to play in cover, and if I got angry and complaining in that game, people would immediately leave. Right? People would immediately leave. They didn't like it. Now, in From Software, it's almost like people come to expect it. They're like, yeah, of course. I did the same thing. I got really angry in this fight, too. It's almost like they see a part of themselves in the streamer and they're like, this is great. (laughs) You know, as long as you don't give up, you can complain as much as it takes, in my opinion. It's weird that, like, from software community, like, the fans, they they have more endurance for it. They're like, they're like, yep, yeah. It is. It is cheap, isn't it? (laughs) Like, you know? It's totally relatable. I've been there so many times. Sekiro was my first and favorite game. It's a tough and rough one at times, so it's understandable. Renala took me like six tries when you wrecked her in two. I was shocked. 
I liked that I did it without summoning because people are like, oh, you could have summoned. I'm like, I like doing it without summoning first. It's relatable. I feel better about my frustrations. Half the people are watching to see you rage. <laughs> uh, Eugene says, I'm afraid nothing will recapture the Sekiro experience. Yeah, unless they do a sequel. Yeah. Streaming Souls games can depend on the chat and community too. It's not easy. Yeah, and I've had to tell people, like, Backseat Gaming as an example, like, I guess Asmund, Asmund Gold snapped at his audience about this the other day, like, stop telling me what to do. I've just started to say, hey, I know you're trying to be helpful. We love helpful people here, but right now, you just got to kind of tone it down a little bit. That's typically, that's typically how I handle it. That's, that's been how I've handled it. And most people take it in stride. They're like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I'll, I'll back down. I used to really snip at people, but it didn't, it didn't work. You snap, you snip at them. And then they're kind of like, well, I was just trying to be helpful. You don't have to bite my head off. And to a certain extent, they shouldn't need told, but then also to a certain extent, they don't need to be snipped at. Like, especially, especially when you're, you know, you're dealing with, a frustrating part of the game. They might be just trying to help. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. Shut up, Omar! (laughs) You know what's so good about it? What's so good about it is, like, I interrupt myself to tell you to shut up. I'm like, shut up, Omar! (laughs) Like, it's such a human moment. It's such a human moment. Like, in the middle... In the middle of the rant, I'm like, I'm like, I've had it. Stop telling me to jump on her head. <laughs> Shut up, Omar. Oh man. It's a legend. It's a legendary moment. It's legendary. <laughs> for some <laughs> for somebody to take that in stride too and to laugh it off. Like it says a lot about you as a person. It says a lot about this community to be quite honest. Like I genuinely feel loved by this community because like for the community to just take that in stride and just see it as a point of hilarity, you know? I love that. I I felt I feel loved because people are like, "Look, man, <laughs> we're going to take the worst parts of you. It's okay." <laughs> Uh, I busted out laughing my friends still give me crab over it yeah shut up Omar (laughs) we need a picture of my face just enraged and then just the t-shirt just says shut up Omar like oh man and you'd wear it and people would be like I don't understand what what that shirt doesn't make any sense <laughs> uh, I it's so weird to th- to speak in this way, but like it's been transformative to to play through from software games and to be accepted in in my frustration, in my rage, in my in my um I I uh, in my ineptitude, my stubbornness, my mistakes or whatever. Like it's super transformative. It's 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 interesting to 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 think about like as a streamer. Like it's transformative to put that part of you on display and to push through and get it done and to have people like in your corner 
you know, egging you on, trying to frustrate you like Abe does it, a couple other people do it, like Zubair and a couple others, like trying to kind of like tick me off. But at the same time, it's like, we're in your corner, man. Like, beat this, beat this thing. Like, beat this game. Come on. I don't know. There's something really cool about that. There was a time where... There was a time where, like, I carried a lot of shame and embarrassment if I got angry on stream. I didn't like it. Like, if I ended a stream and it was like, and I was in a foul mood or there was like a bad spot, there were times where I wanted to delete streams over on Purple. It was like I didn't like it. I felt, I felt, I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like people seeing that side of me. Now, I think some of that was because back then, I wasn't in a healthy place and the anger was coming out of that and I felt like a dirty a dirty part of me was being exposed, right? Because it's like, oh, this is coming out of the damaged parts of me. And so I didn't want people to see it. So you try to hide it, right? So now it's just different. I think, again, because, you know, I've, I've been in a couple of, like a month from now, it'll be four years of therapy and you just start to see that this is a normal human part of me. This is a normal human reaction. Take it or leave it right like take it or leave it and i don't know it's it's not coming out of a damaged part of me anymore and so therefore it's not embarrassing does that make sense i've never actually thought through this right now like i'm literally thinking through this with you right now and i think that that makes sense i do nothing of the sort in fact i'd like to think that i go out of my way to convince you to consider you know not sucking i won't let you live it down and i would expect you to do the same um, Nerf Biome 3, by the way. <laughs> uh, your original branding was all about burying that side. Yeah, I knew I'd get little remarks. I'm running and shut up, Omar. I'm running and it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid rant. Mid rant. He just gets a chin shot. <laughs> Uh, dear everyone in chat, you are okay. You're doing okay. Everybody feels like you do sometimes. You're not broken or a weirdo. Uh, we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you might be broken, but being broken is part of being human, right? You you might need help putting yourself back together again. You know what I'm saying? I think it's okay to tell somebody that they're, you know, they might be... It's okay to be broken and damaged. You know, that's part of life. That's part of life. You know, it's good, Mythrax. It's all good now until Omar drops in chat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> four years of therapy. You know, it's crazy, Abe. Like, I keep mentioning it, but, like, it kind of dawned on me. It's like, that's a really, really long time. You know what I mean? That's a long time. If you think about everything that happened, it's like that. It feels like a lifetime ago, you know? It feels like a lifetime ago. In a, in a cool way. In a cool way. We've been on a We've been on a journey. You know, it's been a, it's been a long, it's been a long road, but it's been a good one. It's been a good one. Lost frames. I think you've been leaving good comments on the videos. Thanks for doing that. I know if you can't make it here live, I always appreciate the interaction. People leaving comments. Some of us are weirdos, but it's okay. <laughs> Just tuning in. What is the PVP arena? Well, welcome, uh, Hamid. The, there's an area in Limgrave that we're very confident is going to be the PVP arena and it'll arrive in the form of a DLC. Uh, somebody has brute forced their way in and kind of looked around. There's even an NPC outside that says he wants to go in and fight, but the door won't open. So we are very confident that that's going to be one of the first things that they add to the game. Um, 
where I live, if you go to therapy, people think you've gone mad. <clears throat> and it's, it's crazy that it's like one of the most sane things you could do, you know? Like, what'd you go to the doctor for? Your arm was just broken. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, it makes sense to do it. I'd say it's okay to struggle, but broken implies you need to be fixed. Uh, you didn't need to be fixed. You might need to learn better ways to do things or think about things. Unless we're talking about organs, bones, those things can be broken. Yeah, I don't I don't know. This is this is a Reforge radio talk. I don't know what we would call it, Zubair, but I see it a lot differently than you. I see it a lot differently than you. I think it's okay to use terms like that. I think it's helpful to affirm like brokenness. Um because I do, I do sometimes think you, yeah, yeah, we'll have to kick that over to radio somehow, that's a good one uh, it's not worth Kylid, not Limgrave I love uh, what people can find in the game files yeah, you actually fight an invader there you fight a guy out front he puts like fire on the ground and stuff write it down saw it for next Tuesday what would we even call that um, what would we call that one um, shoot! It's hard to title some of these. Um, <clears throat> oh frick! Emotional injuries are often more difficult to recover from. The comparison comparison doesn't work well because I don't go to the doctor uh, for four years to heal a broken bone. But a very severe break in your leg, you would go to a, a physical therapist after the doctor, right? After it gets repaired, I got you. There it is. Shut up, Omar. <laughs> we'll call it Zubering. Um, uh, I like what Robert say. It's okay to be broken. That's a good title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay to be broken we'll see we'll see we got it's 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 gonna be tough because if we don't attach to like big moments and big people you know the videos might not perform well like today we're gonna be talking about um can twitter can twitter be salvaged and saved as a platform i don't think so and i'm gonna argue why i'm actually gonna argue principally about social media platforms and what i think makes them irredeemable We need a new Pontiff Sullivan PvP Fight Club area. That's what people are hoping that this arena turns into. So if you're new and you've never been here before, make sure and hit subscribe, the bell button, take our poll. Uh, 600 votes on the poll. Elden Ring PvP. Do you partake or would you if you played the game? It's split down the middle, 53-47. So definitely, uh, definitely a split in the community on this, on whether or not that's something they, w- they would do. Uh, We've not talked about the ways you can support the channel directly. I try to mention this infrequently, but we do want to let you know. We do have paid memberships. That's what the join button is for, or you can use the join uh, command in chat, exclamation point, join. Uh, You get a badge next to your name. The badge changes color over time. You get uh, emotes, and you get increased access in our Discord. We uh, Coffee sales slowed down a little bit. I think it's because we you guys went crazy and bought up all the rest of the holiday blend. But if you're a coffee drinker, we have a light roast and a dark roast. This is not a sponsor. This is mine. You're supporting like a family, small run, family-owned little business. My wife and kiddos ship it to you. Uh, the light roast is probably the most accessible. Like if you're not even a coffee drinker, it's a medium-bodied coffee with honey undertones, smooth finish, and balanced acidity. The dark roast is the same flavor, just roasted up darker, and they both 
both have balanced acidity. It makes them very drinkable and very smooth. My shirts are always from 80s tees. Those are from Displate. And then if you like blue light blocking glasses or you need some new sunglasses, check out Gunner Optics. You can use the glasses command. That's what all these commands down here in the corner are for. So if you support in, in a direct way, in any of those ways, thank you for doing that. If you shop on Amazon, you can use my Amazon affiliate link. That's like the easiest way. Like if you're buying stuff on Amazon, hit my link before you do so. It's in the description below or you can use the Amazon command. Um, Dark Roast is the one true coffee. Is it safe to assume Tristan Harris will come up in your chat today? I like Tristan Harris. I think um, he was a former Google ethicist. I like some of the things he's had to say. I think he uh, I think he gets some things wrong, though. I think he gets some things wrong. What we're talking about today is what a congressman in California said about what social media platforms should be doing. It should be a good conversation. I wonder how the law works on that if you sponsor yourself, is it still a sponsored stream? I'm trying not to troll. No, 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 no. That's actually an interesting question. So whenever I've tweeted about Rageless Roast, I don't do hashtag ad because it's mine. But if I do a tweet about 80s tees, gunner optics, or displayed, I have to do the hashtag ad or hashtag sponsored. Yeah. I don't think you would have to do hashtag sponsored if it's your own if it's your own thing. I don't think so. Um Mm-mm-mm. I sent a picture to my friends today. We went to an August Burns Red concert like seven years ago, and it hit my Facebook memories. I was like, oh. it does by the letter of TOS on YouTube. You do. Oh, really? So according to YouTube's TOS, we would have to. We check the box every day on this stream that it contains product placement and sponsored stuff because <laughs> you know what I mean? You would still be sponsored by Rageless Rose to your own company. Yeah, I guess technically it's... And we always err on the side of caution. So I guess on Twitter, we'll have to do that if ever I tweet about it. <laughs> ad. Hashtag my ad. Hashtag my company. <laughs> Why is every from boss from software boss fight designed like David versus Goliath? Not every. Not every. The Crucible Knights are a lot of them are your size. There are some bosses that are your size. And then, yeah, a lot of them, it's like, you're like looking, you're like looking up. If the coffee grew into a company, uh, you'd have to, wouldn't you? Yeah. Didn't some dudes get in trouble for using a skin trading site they didn't reveal they owned? There's a difference between revealing ownership and claiming it's sponsored. That's where it gets funky. Because like sponsorship indicates I've been paid to place it or talk about it right those guys were gambling on a site and winning and it was their own site so it was like rigged to make it look like oh yeah you should support this and they didn't disclose that they owned it you own the product you're not paid to promote it yeah I think on YouTube we have to because the letter of the law or the letter of the rules states even just product placement you have to you have to check that box even just product placement if I never said the word displate, we have to we have to check the box because it's product placement. From should add a boss rush mode to some of their games. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. This game you can certainly go super linear and constantly just keep going back to the boss with the way they do uh, the point of grace and the statues. I feel like that would kind of... 
I don't know. I don't like that arcadish feel. That feels arcadish, Robert. I could see why you would say that. Oh, they did that in Sekiro? Huh. I think I'm not principally against it. Like, oh, don't do that. It's just a feeling. This is an argument purely from emotion. That feels arcadish and kind of cheap. It, like, cheapens it a little bit. Um... I'm not against it on a principle. I wouldn't take a principled stance on it, though. I would just be kind of like, eh, you know, take it or leave it. You know, take it or leave it. That doesn't that doesn't feel that doesn't feel necessary. You don't play from games. Yeah, okay. Literally, hot boss to boss is a challenge, and you get awarded cosmetics. Oh, that's cool that they do that. That's kind of neat that they do that. Um. Hmm. Okay. You have to beat the game and all bosses first. Yeah, so I guess you earn it. You earn it. I agree. I would have loved a boss gauntlet in Dark Souls 3. Sekiro adds variants too, if I recall. I've only seen videos, though. Thanks for the work and lurk, Savage Shark Bite. I suppose I should check my email. We we did the we did the coffee push. I would argue that a game with an offline mode and limited online would be considered objectively a single player game. Yeah, this is an interesting debate. I've noticed this is a debate. There are people that say that these games are not, uh, they're not single player and they're not meant to be single player. Uh, Distorted was saying that this morning. Other people have said that. They're like, no, these aren't single player games. They're meant to be played online. I'm like, I don't see it that way. You mean win the game? <laughs> That's my... I, I love... The, okay, so I used to get annoyed by memes, like uh, stream memes. I used to get annoyed by them. Be, like, like recurring jokes. I've learned to love them. <laughs> I, love, I love our recurring jokes because they're ours and no one else's. Oh, I love them. They're so great. That's one of my favorites. Did you win the game? There are PvP builds that are broken. I saw a build where literally standing next to someone can kill them. Yeah, somebody was talking about that one this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that while I'm invading on my other screen. Pepe laugh. (laughs) Watch the world burn, baby. Shout for the starts. (laughs) Yeah, Jerry. My Jerry. Yeah. This is the culmination of like multiple jokes. A badger, a badger named Jerry, a stuffed badger. He's so soft because like usually a stuffed animal is like in in a kid's bed and getting drug around the house, right? He he's retained his he's exceptionally soft. He's retained his softness. So yeah, we named him Jerry. It's like this is the culmination of a, of, of multiple memes. Uh, did you win, bud? <laughs> Chat is like a Russian nesting doll made out of memes. It's memes all the way down. Zubair, we have to strike that joke uh, from the record. Uh, We have to sanction all mentions, jokes, remarks, or comments uh, that use the word Russia or Russian. So, we're... uh... (laughs) Operation Cancel Russia in full effect. (laughs) 
listen, listen. It's a serious, it's a serious issue. But we have to joke a little bit, or we're, or we're going to lose our minds. Well, we have to joke a little bit, or we're going to lose our minds. Um, <laughs> well, Lono says he hates memes. <laughs> what in the cinnamon toast frick? <laughs> doing your part. Yeah, I'm doing your part. My bad. Chad is like a freedom nesting doll. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Layup and the dunk. That was beautiful, Zubair. (laughs) The layup and the dunk, bro. That was beautiful. (laughs) Freedom nesting dolls. (laughs) So well executed. So well executed. I uninstalled Escape from Tarkov yesterday. <laughs> oh, golly. Oh, golly. Uh, this just in hot off the presses. The infamous Russian mission in Call of Duty has been removed from all copies. <laughs> what in the cinnamon toast frick? I love that. My facial expression's perfect. It's the stupidest. It's so stupid. Who made that? <laughs> Who made who made that? I can't remember. Was it you, Fuzzy? Who made that meme? I love that meme. It's in the Discord. My glasses. Um, they made the price of my gas double. Oh yeah. Whew. I was telling my wife. I was like, oh, we re up the coffee. I was like, freight's about to be a nightmare. It already is a nightmare. Okay, State of Play returns this Wednesday. 2 p.m. Pacific, so we'll have to cover it the following day. 20 minutes of PS4 and PS5 first looks and updates with a special focus on games coming from our Japan publishers. Alright. We'll do a breakdown the next day, I guess. Probably a true story soon. I mean, it already is a true story. It's terrible. It's already happening. Final Fantasy 16. People were thinking it was going to be a huge God of War focus, but it that doesn't sound like that. I stopped using the Petrov defense in my chess games. I filled up at 589 the other day. Jeepers. Oh, Hilly made the pick? Didn't Hilly make it and then Murph improved on it? Was it Hilly or was it, um, I don't think that one was Hilly with the glasses. I think that one with the glasses was, um, oh golly, what's his name? Real, Real King Salty. I think it was him. Was it, was it King Salty? I think that was him. I feel like it was him. I don't know if he's here today. Um... My wife just joked about buying a horse so we can save on gas. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, our friend Gothics was on uh, she was on Tim Pool last night and they were joking about needing needing to get a horse and buggy. And I was like that is not funny how it might actually seem like a good idea. <laughs> You're gonna see a rise. <laughs> in horse and buggy sales. I don't even know where you... There's not a place you can go buy one. <laughs> it's not like there's a shop. <laughs> Lono found a pause button in Elden Ring. 
open the menu explanation while on the inventory screen oh really does that pause the game I'm talking about COD removing the mission. It'll probably happen. A lot of companies are pulling products. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're probably going to cover that this week on radio. Like, that's going to be something we cover. Like, everyone's doing it. Is this working? So, I turned into that podcast for the first time. Interesting convos over there. Yeah, I've never really watched uh, his stuff before. Obviously, I know there's, there's people that, you know... If you make content on the internet, there's people that don't like you. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of people that don't like him. That's kind of par for the course these days, I guess. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought the group dynamic made it hard. It was like it was like a lot of people. It's tough to uh, tough to get like a. Sometimes it's tough to get a word in. <clears throat> it's those. Oh, it's true. The tutorial pop-ups do pause the game. I thought I... Oh, that's right. That's right. Because I got that one, and as soon as I came out of it, I was getting shot, and I got super angry. I was like, what the frick? And someone was like, that wasn't intentional. Those pop up when you first find the item. Could we get 19 more likes on this one? This has been our... This has been like... Elden Ring has just been kicking like a ninja for us, and this topic didn't pull today, so let's try to at least hit 300 likes. Uh, Gameplay's been doing just fine, so I'm not concerned. It's just... We might have jumped the gun on this conversation. We're a little early, maybe, and so we didn't we didn't pull in the normal the normal new new and even current audience didn't didn't seem to respond as positively to this topic. That's fine. We we we're gonna have to start doing um you know variety gaming news coverage again anyway. There's only so many times only so many topics we can squeeze out of this game. Obviously, when they patch it, update it, and do different things, we'll we'll be we'll be covering it. Um. It's a good show. Sometimes they lean hard right uh, for a self-proclaimed liberal. You know what's you know what's happening, Robert? I'll tell you what's happening. Um, maybe I'm gonna jot this one down. It's this is this is this is how I feel like. All right, I'm, I'm writing this one down because this is one this is one I want to talk about. I feel like a political refugee. I don't have a team. And so I end up I end up liking things from from both sides. And I'm like, well now who do I who do I cheer for? This is confusing. So that'll be a radio topic. I think there's an entire generation that feels like that. Like Yeah. I think younger younger and well I don't know younger's younger's leaning leaning pretty hard left, but there's a lot of us that aren't there. We're like refugees. We're like, wow, we don't have a home. I feel nomadic. So, I think that'll be a good topic for Reforge Radio. Because <laughs> that's what people think of. People, people, people pull that with Rogan. People pull that with Tim Pool. They, like, they try to put him in a category, and they're like, I don't know, what the frick? Like, I'm not in that category. So, anyway. 30 to 40s? I agree. I think that's the barrier. I think once you get under 30, it's, real, it's a real hard, sharp left turn. Um, yeah. Having that team a decade or more... Church and Republican Party pushed me away. Oh, I really hope you tune in for some discussions, Eugene. Those could be good. Lono, could I ask you something serious? Don't you think it's strange that your favorite gaming company campaigns no to Rizzo last year, but their Russian accounts and CM didn't say no to war once? You know, it's funny that you point that out lightly. I made a similar observation. 
I said that the very loud social justice voices were all extremely quiet when it first started. They were just horrified and had a hard time sleeping. So that's an interesting correlation and and uh, congruence with what I observed. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this overlay? I... I feel like you should slam us up so the bottom bar can be for Reforge Radio names, topics, whatever. Like, give us a lower third. It feels weird to have Reforge Radio over the cans. So yeah, give yourself an organic lower third and it might flow better. It's weird having a smack dab in the middle because then you're having to put stuff over top of us. It might flow a little bit better. I could be wrong, but try it. (laughs) Being hypocritical? (laughs) Yeah. Shocking, I know. It's very shocking for Bungie to to be drenched in hypocrisy. (laughs) That's the cologne they wear, you know? You can smell it on them. Helmut uh, Schmidt, a German uh, chancellor, once said, who is young and on the right doesn't have a heart, and who is old and on the left doesn't have a brain. <laughs> well, can we Frankenstein this up? Let's Frankenstein this up, baby. We can make it. We can make a. We can make a an Ubermensch. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, lightly. We shouldn't. We shouldn't do that. That's a bad idea. Frick. History and all that, you know. No, uh, Russians lick dregs just like anyone else. <laughs> no emblem yet. <laughs> no emblem and pin. No, they haven't done. They've not done that yet. They have a pin for everything. Lightleaf says, "Hey, hey, <laughs> off machen." <laughs> have you seen? Oh, uh, people, you literally cannot get any dumber than those. Oh, stop, 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 stop. That we're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, stay silent. Yeah, they pay for silence too. Hey, oh, it's better if they say nothing, in my opinion. Yeah, well, <laughs> yo, what's good, hacks? How are you? Five bucks if I go back to the female CM and ask her if it's time to sit down and hear you out. She'll say it's not the time. They're not worth your time, Necro. She jumped in my, my DMs and tried to emotionally manipulate me into silence. She's a fraud like the rest of them. Don't waste your time. Pearls before swine, baby. Uh, it's hilarious how many have been played by that. By what? Abe, I did... What did Abe say? You don't think they could sell some small pins or emblems for this? <laughs> Wait. Anyone else? The Trollbot accounts have been pretty quiet ever since this all started, almost as if their internet services have been interrupted. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> all those Facebook groups are real dormant right now. <laughs> We've got, we don't have access. To, uh, in in the internet, <laughs> we, 
<laughs> oh, we're stepping in it. No, no, we gotta, we can't, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. That's that's funny though. That's funny. <laughs> I have to update my Facebook page. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man. <laughs> Oh, man. Woo. <clears throat> okay. You better go practice that accent. It's going to come in handy. <laughs> why uh, Why you have to be in my... <laughs> in my Facebook group? Uh, heavy is good. Heavy is reliable. <laughs> if it doesn't work, you can always hit him with it. Oh, do, 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 do. All right, we're close enough. We're close enough. I'm going to quickly... Did you guys give me 300 likes yet? Oh, golly. We need one more like. All right, 300 likes. I'm going to take a restroom break. I'm going to hit ads. We almost never run ads here, okay? That's a great reason to become a member. I don't disrupt the show with ads, and when you're a paying member, it helps. We, we, don't, we don't ride ad revenue here. We really need you members. So thank you all the people that do members, both here and on the other channel. Consider doing a paid membership. Uh, I'm going to hit some ads, stretch my legs, use the restroom. I'll be back. We're jumping in. We're doing some dungeon hunting today, okay? You're not going to want to miss the Elden Ring gameplay. All right, I'll be right back.
Okay, I'm back. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. By the way, if you want to get to any of our channels, we now have all the domains .live, so reforgegaming.live or reforgeupdates.live, reforgeradio.live, reforge first look .live. So we have all of those if you want to get to our channels um, faster. Um, well, that's new. One live stream, one upcoming. They're adjusting. YouTube's doing stuff again with, like, live streams on channels. It might be why today acted kind of funky. I don't know. They've definitely been doing some, some weird stuff. Who knows? Maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. They're definitely fiddling with layout stuff again today on on the on the YouTube channels and the pages themselves. Yeah, that's another one we need to talk about, Eugene. I thought uh, I thought John Oliver was very reductionist and borderline misleading, to be quite honest. I know I know you're pulling from his view. I know Oliver. That was his position. I found it to be very. I don't know. I thought he was really reducing the concept, the idea, and the and and some of the problems that are arising. I thought he was really reductionist and kind of misleading. I don't know. I. I didn't. I didn't find his. Uh, I didn't find his segment to be a, a good segment. I felt like he highlighted some helpful things, but at the same time, I didn't. I. I didn't. I didn't think it was very good. <clears throat> you don't. Oh, you don't even know what his take is. That's what his take was, is that nobody nobody understands it or knows what it is, and then he outlined what it was and why it's not a problem, and I'm like, this is so oversimplified. This is not good coverage. I didn't find his coverage to be good. When does it usually start? Around 3 p.m. Eastern, Light Leap. So right now it's 11, so noon, 1, 2, 3, 4 hours from now. So I, I don't know what that is for your time zone. It's exactly when work ends so I can hang out. Okay, good, good. It's been great. We've seen familiar names show back up that are like, hey, I'm digging this. This is something that I think is cool that you're doing. So, yeah, I've got got some topics written down here. Um, I, I was trying to listen to Jimmy Carr and uh, and Jordan Peterson just did an episode together and I was like oh my gosh this is going to be so good so I want to I wanna maybe pull some choice uh, pieces out of that that I thought were really really good because um, I like both those guys and, and Jimmy Carr was uh, was in the was in the you know the headlines recently let me send a tweet Capcom has announced a 20-minute live stream happening next week all about Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. I don't know if Wheezy's around. Okay. Elden Ring gameplay dungeon hunting. That's what we're doing today, baby. Live. Give me an arrow. Share the stream. <clears throat> do, 
do 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 Uh, I'm going to hit, turn the poll off. I'm going to hit Discord. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, and then I need my headphones. that what's happening oh I'm clicking <laughs> I was <laughs> if you could see what I was doing <clears throat> I was clicking with the mouse and using the stream deck so I was unmuting and immediately muting like a genius okay let me give you guys a link in chat of where we're going It should redirect you. If it doesn't, there's a link in chat. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. Continuing our Elden Ring gameplay, and today we are going to be dungeon hunting. There's areas that I feel I've exhausted about as best as I can, and we are going to be using the interactive map to clear out some of these dungeons. Once you get so strong, a lot of them become maybe a little bit too easy, so the further you get the less enjoyable it is to go back and do them. So we want to make sure like Limgrave, Lorania, and some of these other starting areas, we want to go and snag those dungeons. I'm going to end this morning's stream